There's no music to start today, not that you'll be able to yeah. hear. I'll have to fix this up afterwards because of, uh, yeah. because of uh, kitchen podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun stuff. Um, I've been waiting all weekend to, to, to ask you, um, did you watch your movie, your, your movies or your movie over the weekend? Oh my goodness, I did. I, so I watched Greenland. It was so good. I've already referred it to like three people. I, but I love films like that where I hate to say I like national disaster. No. <laughs> national world disaster movies, Na- but I do. <laughs> natural disasters. <laughs> national, um, national disaster sounds like a Lampoon's movie. Thank you. You're welcome. Natural disasters. I do quite enjoy films like that. It did not disappoint. It was very good. And you got your uh, Gerard Butler gasm off. I did. We always. I feel like he has the worst American accent, though. So it's always fun to see his slip ups. So Thomas and I were looking for those, and then eventually, I'm like, listen, either his American accent is really awful, or he is like playing his true self and he was so he was playing a i think he's irish one of those yeah so he or scottish maybe so he was playing a character that was working and living in the u.s but came from um europe so um it was good um there's another one this week the george clooney one i forget i think it's called 2049 oh with the one where he's in space Sure, why not? I think it's I think it's another one where he's in space. I'm less inclined to watch it just because I'm like Jesus, another one, but I will. Yeah, every every like the last quarter of every year for like the last five years, there's some <laughs> big space movie with one of like not Leonardo DiCaprio, but it's Brad Pitt, it's George Clooney. Yeah. Um, so it's Clooney's turn, and this is another one of those Netflix things. So I'm I want to watch that one. I feel like they just, they did. They just had a space show with Hillary Swank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I like, start, come come I start, on, guys, enough. I started watching some of that, but um, it, it bored me after a while. Um, what was I going to ask you? So, could you watch that? Where are we with Ring Watch? Um, Ring Watch is definitely not going to happen for Christmas. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. Like, I don't, I know enough to know it's not happening. Oh hi guys! Oh, it's your dogs today and not mine. Yeah, uh, uh, there are there are some friendly uh, shelled peanuts outside on the deck, and one squirrel's been chomping them up. So Diddy's on the lookout. No, Diddy just has a lot to say about me being on Ring Watch. Yeah, which he's like, know, he better do it. <laughs> the the more I think about hashtag Ring Watch, first it was the doorbell thing. Now it's, <laughs> now it's like WWE. Themed, and eventually, by the time I can digest you getting a rock on your finger, I'll come around to the engagement. So I also, whenever I use it, say ring watch, it's one thing to text it like I texted to you, ring watch. It reminds me a lot of ringworm. Yeah. So it's, a little, it's a little uncomfortable to say, but <laughs> um, no, it's definitely not happening for, for Christmas this year, which I know, so I'm not... You know, I'm not expecting it, so I'm not anxious at all. I'm very chill. Something really funny happened yesterday, though. Yesterday was my dad's birthday, so I went to my brother's house, and we did a lot of, like, dad stuff. And um, (laughs) we were talking to, obviously, the stimulus 
um, checks are coming. So my brother just joked with Thomas and was like, so what are you spending your stimulus money on? And Thomas went on and on about some parts he wanted to get for his gun. And we all like stopped what we were doing and just looked at him like the way Ike looks at Tina. <laughs> and I, he was like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ike hits Tina. It, well, he also gives Tina strong glares. So before the hitting happens. Um, but I thought it was really funny that my brother and my sister-in-law were also like, they had the same reaction as I did. So I didn't feel, you know what I mean? Like they did all the reacting for me and you know, the holiday season every year, it is always, when are you going to get married? When are you going to do this? When is this happening? So no ring, huh? You know, especially when we've been together five years. So he's going to get, I don't need to give any pressure to Thomas because he's going to get enough in the next couple of days. There's a, it's very much a basic white girl thing to get engaged during the holidays anyway. It is. It could happen. It could happen, but it, it's not going to. And it is. If but he, if, it is, if it does happen, I will be swimming in my basic white girlness with some pumpkin spice creamer and Ugg boots on. Yeah, if he's like, baby, uh, we're going to go out to dinner tonight, get your Ugg boots, and then he blindfolds you. <laughs> And you, you, you either wind up in the river or, uh, or in front of the big tree at the zoo. I'll be, one of those things will make you very happy for you. I doubt he's going to, I doubt it. I, you know what? He would be the one to like, just do it at home while watching one of our favorite shows and eating chicken wings. And I would not even complain. <laughs> so, so who knows? So which would be more likely to happen? Again, you just this like a thought experiment. Which would be more likely to happen over the next couple of days leading up into Christmas day night, so Friday, which would be more likely to happen. You are blindfolded, told to get your Uggs and you get thrown into the river or you get proposed to at the zoo. I get thrown into the river. <laughs> I'm blindfolded by a stranger who I don't know. And then I get thrown into the river. That would be more likely to happen than to get proposed to. Thomas is like, I am done with this bitch begging me to propose to her. More parts for the gun. Um, uh, exactly. We, I can jam us through topics today since we're both in awkward positions, but the gun thing. So I guess there was some city council discussion in Sylvania last night about the, uh, the gun range at, at uh, the old Anderson's place. I saw that. So I didn't know the, the council discussion was last night, but I did see um, last week that there was a new range coming um, yeah. and folks were unhappy about it. And I guess last week was the, the unofficial commentary. Last night it was more official. And look, you know me, I'm, I'm not pro-gun. I'm anti-me having a gun. You're pro-gun. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. anybody, there were a couple of comments about, like, I get the, the noise. I can understand that. But I would guess the place would be properly insulated. And the people who want to open this place up seem, seem not to be the types who will sell guns to questionable people. They said no, mm -hmm. cr no criminals or uh, no ex-felons or whatever can buy guns. They, they seem to have everything up to code where they need to be. But a couple of people mentioned that, you know, there's, you know, they referenced that place in the same breath as school shootings because it's near, <laughs> it's near Southview, I think. And, and first mm -hmm. of all, I, I don't know guns well enough to go that, to say that, that that's probably like the safest place you could be. Like there's no way any guns are getting out of there and they're going to be used in any kind of heinous act at the school. But those two just don't correlate with me. Just because there's a gun range nearby doesn't mean that right. increases the chances of the school shootings because it's, they're random as they are anyway. 
This has this is nothing along the lines of Sylvia Plath and the oven changing and the suicide rates going <laughs> yes. down. Um, but I agree. I think it's baloney. Like I think that um, the all gun ranges are going to have to operate um, in the way that they're required to legally to remain open and um, sell firearms. Um, and I. I agree with some of those things needing to change, but I don't believe that there's going to be any negligence here that would put any of the schools at risk. I think it's just a little bit of a stretch. I think that folks may be just uncomfortable with gun ranges coming in so close to neighborhoods, but historically there are gun ranges. I mean, in Michigan and in other places in Ohio, they operate with no problem. You know, like you don't even hear the shooting happening outside right. of the building. It's not until you get inside of the building. It's, so. it's, it's wild and very imaginative, like a step below people breaking into this place, stealing guns and shooting up the school, which is very... Right, my phone was ringing. Which is very like natural disaster. Like, like a level below that is... Because it's near like a nursing home, a library, and a school, like guns are just gonna, guns are just going to be flowing into the streets for for this place to turn into the wild, wild west, which is probably the exact thing that won't ever happen at all. Because these people do seem careful. Exactly, I think it's just a stretch. I think these folks just might not be in favor of guns in general, um, and you know, they, they're just going to say something about it. I think it's a very good call to put a gun range in that location because there's so much traffic. There's so many people driving around. It, it's just, I think it's a good, it's an ideal location to put something like that for a business owner who wants revenue, whether you're just somebody interested in learning how to shoot, somebody who has wants something to do for the day, somebody who wants to purchase. There's just so much revenue there. The, the, the opportunity is, is definitely there. So I think it's a good call. I don't have any issue with ranges or or, um, or retailers selling guns really anywhere in Toledo. I just don't, I don't feel like that correlates to more gun violence. Right. Um, there was a decision last night and the proposal will be added to the agenda for the January 4th meeting. So, and uh, it's close to Michigan too. Uh, like, the rural part of Michigan. So that seemingly would be um, good business for this place as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like it. I think it's great. I think that there should be, I personally think that there should be more opportunities for people to, for people to be exposed to proper gun usage and learning how to, you know, seeing how guns work, learning what all it goes into, um, purchasing and maintaining one. I think the more, the better, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it correlates to um, higher crime rates. Mm, I, just no, don't, I no. don't think it brings your neighborhood down. I don't think it brings your property value down. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, 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 not at all. Like, I think people have some very irrational fears about like yeah, gun-wielding yeah. students all over Southview, and that's not going to happen. I, I, I don't believe that. Anyway, um, although samurai swords, I'm still on that. So for next... <laughs> For next year's Hanukkah gift, or like if Comic Con comes back, there's always some vendor with some cool ass swords, and I can't wait to see you give me that look. And I'm like, I'll take two. <laughs> I want to be there when you purchase your sandwich. 
you i i've waited so many you, years like do you practice with it in the house because you know a good gun owner also depending on um you having one you also need to practice like dry rounds so that you know you're using it properly so it wouldn't be far off for um somebody with a samurai sword to be practicing safe usage Oh, <laughs> pulling oh, yeah. it out of the case you know ideally you may need to use it for um home protection listen to me i sound like a crazy person or or if like somebody if i date some girl and she's like let me see you cut up the sushi <laughs> out comes the samurai sword that's right all um, for it there was a big article yesterday in the blade and my friend monica got her stuff snatched there was some young black girl who's <gasps> going around the news have you ever had stuff still have you ever been visited by porch pirates? I haven't, because I live in an apartment complex where we have, um, not to say it doesn't happen at apartments, because you could probably get multiple, but we have enclosed corridors, so you'd have to like open a door and then physically walk up to somebody's door to steal something. No, I have not experienced that. I would be, I would be extremely frustrated if I did, and I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed um, in some of the things that I've been seeing over the last couple of weeks regarding packages being stolen um is there any th there's nothing that can prevent it a hundred percent because i've thought for years now your doorbell camera even if there's a sign that says i'm watching you is is not mm -hmm. any kind of deterrent it's like especially now since we're all wearing masks it's like i'd wave right. to it i'd wave at it and then take your package yeah no i i saw every video i've seen folks just walk right up to it without caring the i saw one in detroit that was um frustrating on like the west side of detroit the chick got out of a range rover <laughs> she got out of a she got out of a range rover and she had like a her boyfriend in the passenger seat or whatever and she went and stole the package um and then i've seen a couple others though where the ring camera did work so there were there was one where two dudes walked up to the porch and then they they you could hear them say they have a ring too and they turn around and walk away but they weren't walking quickly so it, there was no package and the owner said there was no package outside of the front door so it looked like they might have been trying to break into the home as the uh the article illustrated in the blade yesterday you know you could literally wave to the camera and go i'm going mm -hmm. to take your package and you'll mm -hmm. never get your package back unless these people are doing it like house by house, block by block, neighbor, unless it's like a rampage, um, mm -hmm. they're not gonna catch these people. Um, I've always had stuff delivered to work, like you could do that, right? Yep. Yeah, I could, uh, yeah, so that's what Thomas actually does. He has more, <laughs> cause he's trying to hide it from me, but that's another story. <laughs> um, but yes, like you could have it delivered to work. I also, obviously I've been watching these stories and like I'm gonna be in a home ideally by the summertime. So this could very well happen to me next season. Should I have like packages taken around back? I know that these folks probably wouldn't do that or should I get a PO box? You know, what am I gonna do when this idea. happens? Cause I do order, and so I was thinking I would probably get a P.O. box because it's not that expensive. Um, and then I could just have packages sent to the um, UPS location or wherever my P.O. box is because I'm going to be in the neighborhood, so it's likely I'll have packages <laughs> taken from me too. Yeah, I mean, that's a good, I didn't even think about that. Um, I know that there are like Amazon and FedEx Dropbox locations, but yeah, P.O. boxes. Um, and it, you, depending on how much you're there, you could have stuff delivered to work. I mean, that's what I've always mm -hmm. done, just because I've lived in places like you where 
you know, the deliveries couldn't get inside the building or it mm-hmm, needed to be, mm-hmm. it, it was just too hard to reach somebody. So I've always had stuff in the last like 10 years since I've bulked up on buying boxes from Amazon and whatever, just send it to work. It's easier because there's all, well, we, at least before this, there was always somebody there waiting to get the package. So we have this really cool thing now. I live in a property that has, I want to say there's like 600 apartments on our property. And so we have what's called an Amazon hub. Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't know if Amazon is just providing this hub because it's not just Amazon packages that get put into here. Like I just ordered some clothes from another website and it got put into the Amazon hub. And so what the post office will do is instead of going door to door, they go to this location that's in the parking lot. Like it's literally just, it looks like a ton of filing cabinets, like double the size, like seven feet tall or eight feet tall, tall enough for you to reach. Um, where and their cabinets are different sizes and they lock and so amazon will put packages in all of these doors depending on your size and then you get an email that says you have a package and so you you sign into your account they send you the code and then you go to this location type the code into the computer on that hub and then it'll pop open the door where your package is which is great because I, I know this intimately. My job previously to this was at that working at that same property. And I remember we had to log in every package that was delivered. And during the holidays, we would get like 70 packages to our location that we would have to write in their name and people would have to come in and sign them out. The poor post office people would have to be hauling these packages back and forth. It was a mess. And so and once we, I worked there when we didn't have the extension that we have now, I think at the time we had like 400 apartments and now there's 600 and like the post office came in and they're like, um, we're not delivering packages to all of these doors anymore. So you're going to have to figure something out. <laughs> she was so, she was literally like the postmaster, like the boss of the Perrysburg location. And I said to her, ma'am, like it, it doesn't work that way. I said, we've been approved to build these properties we already got the addresses from you all so you can't backtrack and come in and tell us that you're not going to deliver mail (laughs) it doesn't work that way but luckily they figured it out the hubs are a a great idea it's like having like an on-site uh p.o box and exactly so i i'm gonna be the the dick here much like i am with spoilers if the mandalorian episode and luke skywalker was spoiled um, before you could see it, that's on you. So if you get your packages mm-hmm. stolen, it's on you. Like track it, have yeah. somebody have somebody sign for it. If you think it's coming and you have errands to run, wait. I mean, I know n- nothing is foolproof. Nothing's a hundred percent, but there are things that you can do to keep you you can, things that you can easily do to keep from getting your packages stolen. Yeah, at this point, like I think that with the. Um, especially during this season. I agree. I feel the same way for if somebody goes, pops into your car and steals something, right? Don't leave things in your car that can be stolen during this time of year. Lock your car doors. It's the same thing. Like just because somebody is like you're a victim of a criminal act doesn't mean you don't have any responsibility. Um, because we know these things, like we, we get it. So I, I agree. Like if somebody steals a package from your front door, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you we're aware of these things. So it's on you. So I support your dickish comment. Some people would say, and they're right to a degree. Some people would say that we're victim blaming 
But you, <laughs> you were also so thoughtless as to be gone for eight hours while you were expecting mm -hmm. a package, while you live on a street where people walk and drive by. And like you said, you left your car door open at the mall during this time of year. So yeah, it's like, and it's, I know a lot of people that leave their car doors locked. It's ugh. shocking. Um, <laughs> what else did I want to ask you? It's so weird doing this this way. Um, so I don't know if any of these Jupiter and Saturn pictures are real that I see mm. on Twitter where I can see the rings of Saturn and I can see the big red stormy dot of Jupiter. I don't mm -hmm. care if they're real or not. They're stunning and mesmerizing. Yes. And it gives mm -hmm. me hope that one day I can leave this, this godforsaken, disgusting planet we've made. Doubt it. Not in your <laughs> lifetime. But it is very cool to see. I was very disappointed that I couldn't see them last night because you know, and I've talked about this before, I go out at night all the time. Like I love to go out and just look at the stars and use my app and just kind of scan the sky to see what I can see and what planet can I see or where, you know what I mean? What comet is, is, ha is coming. Um, so I was, I was definitely disappointed that I didn't get to see anything last night. It's very cool. I think there was one other time where you could see the rings of Saturn, and it was maybe this year or last year. Um, also, huge fan of the Toledo um, Astrological Astronomical Club. I can't even pronounce it correctly. Bummed that COVID has lasted so long, so we don't get to go out. They have viewings all the time in the summer and then a couple in the winter where you can just drive and they like meet them at a park and they let you use their very expensive telescopes to see these things for free you, like without you know so i'm just bummed that we don't get to do that because i think that the neowise the neowise comet was this summer and we could have seen that and we couldn't because of covid and the same for this but remember, it was also cloud cover it must have been like at least a year ago now where i was asking you for things to do and you're like you should go watch the stars i did i did because i would have i would have died if i was on a date with a guy and we went out and had a nice meal and then he took me to a park to look at the stars like i know that it sounds so but it's not like you're just sitting out and like looking up at the night sky. You're finding out information. You're seeing infrared telescopes. You're seeing heat spikes. You know what I mean? Like, it's very cool. How about this? I don't know how long mm -hmm. this little one degree Jupiter Saturn thing is gonna last, but mm -hmm. how about before the end of this week, let's say it's still up there and there's clear skies and you and Thomas walk out the back porch where, the, uh, where all the wolves are at, and he's like, baby, I knew you couldn't see Saturn's rings, but I got you this one. <laughs> and it's, it's some checkers onion rings. Oh my God, he would, he would give me a Cracker Jack box <laughs> ring is what he always says. But, or like, there, I can't even tell you how many times we've been in the car and he's eating like a Lifesaver gummy and he just <laughs> takes my finger and puts the green one around my finger. It's like, there, we're married. But um, I would die off. We have a, we have a spot in our uh, complex that's like a hill because, you know, we live kind of in the country. So there's not a ton of there's not a city lights. There's still lights because we have big businesses around us now, but there's not city lights. So if you go out to this hill in the in the summertime, I always go out there to see a storm roll in at night. But um, it's a really good place to go out. And I'm like, if he did, that would be a perfect proposal spot. But I'm not going to tell him that. <laughs> You would, probably be pissed off. You and Thomas walk out there tonight. It's a clear, cold night right before Christmas. He's like, baby, I know you've been wanting a ring. Look up there. There's Saturn. <laughs> there you go. That's the only ring you're going to get. 
but it is it is very cool like they don't um and i i actually still keep in contact with my astronomy teacher from ut because she's just fantastic and um there's so i think if it's not something that you care about once you actually see um a planet or you see the red storm or you see rings on venus it, you know what I mean? It's just, it's it's really cool. I think everybody should experience it. We should go. In the summertime when COVID is safer, we all should go out there so you can see it. I I'm, I love that stuff. And I, that's why, like last night when I was scrolling through these pictures from all over the world, I didn't even mm -hmm. care if they were real or not or Photoshopped. I couldn't tell. But just the idea mm -hmm. of seeing something that is tens of millions of miles away, like yep. truly like an, another celestial body. And we, lo mm -hmm. we look up in the star, we look up in the night, we look up in the sky every night and we see stars. And I saw a great meme the other day and it was like, a, it says, the Greek says, this is a bear. And it's like, it looks like a pot, but this, <laughs> this, the stars are the stars. But to see something like with color, with nearly the naked eye and the rings that you learn about when you're a very little kid, um, mm -hmm. it's, tr it, it, it is another, in the many reminders people should have that you are so microscopically inconsequential in the grand scheme <laughs> of life in the universe. <laughs> it, we, I talk about, so sometimes I do, I have those moments where we're driving and, and if it's at night, I'm just looking at the moon or I know that there's another planet out and I can see it. And I'm just like. It's insane. Like, I think we forget. We forget about, and I think we were talking about this. I don't even remember what else, what we, the subject was, but it's like we forget how, um, I don't, I, I forget the word. Every time I forget the word, but we forget how insignificant we yeah. are in the grand scheme of things. And it's like, we are just in one small spot on one planet in such, in a universe of things known and unknown. I'll never forget when I went to my girlfriend's lake house a couple years ago, and it was in Southern Ohio, like towards West Virginia, we were outside and having a fire. And I looked up and I was like, oh, there's just a little bit of clouds. And she's like, that's the, that's the Milky Way. <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I, she's I, like, that's dust, that's space dust from the Milky Way that is look makes it look cloudy. And I was just, my jaw was to the floor. Next time uh, you get a clear night and want to go stand outside, I'd like to see pictures you can take from where you live to see that with the lack of lights in the sky. Because yeah. I, I know there are like drivable places to see that. I just don't know where they are. But like that stuff mesmerizes me. I mean, because again, mm -hmm. you see stars every night. But to see that for me would be, mm -hmm. you know, spellbinding. I had never. And this was this was like just a couple years after I moved to Toledo. So I am a city girl. Like I grew up in Cleveland, surrounded by city lights. I had never seen the sky in any other, like I had never, cause I didn't, I didn't go to camp when I was a kid and my parents weren't really into it. So I wasn't exposed to that kind of stuff. I had never seen the sky other than under city lights than that day and that night. And I looked at, she's like, that's the Milky Way, Alex. Like that's not, and I'm just like, the fact that you know that is amazing and I'll never forget it. So now I can spot it if I'm ever in a situation where I can see something like that. Unfortunately, we were in Hocking Hills in um, June. There was just, we were camping under a ton of trees and it was just not safe to walk away from that at the moment. But <laughs> it was like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, it was, so fascinating it was so cool i've never seen anything like it um on sunday i think 
Sunday, I go over to my, uh, I won't say this on the air, but I'll just save it here because there's far fewer people listening than big broadcast signal. Um, so I go over to my Panera. It's like 7.30. And uh, I see a guy walk up and then he walks back and then he's yelling at me. He's like, they're closed. What do you mean they're closed? He's like, yeah, their hours say 10 to 7. Um, so then uh, my, uh, my friend over there, she's my Panera buddy. She's like, yeah. Uh, somebody has to be quarantined, so we had to change our hours. So, oh, crap. Mini, uh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, I thought it might be them just closing or shortening their hours because it would be slow during Christmas week, but nope, it's a COVID thing, so I've been having to scurry to random other places because I want to sit inside um, and drink coffee. So today I went to sip. That's good. I, I mean, the um, COVID is, even for us, I know that um, where I work, I know some people know, long-term listeners know, but some who don't, don't. But where I worked, when we had to quarantine in September, it was like, oh, crap, we have to quarantine. But we did it, and we followed what we needed to do. Um, but th- those employees, I know a couple of people who are having long-term COVID effects, so I'm still experiencing short staff because my staff are still dealing with having COVID when they had it months ago. And it's so scary. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and then I'm, you're having to go to HR and you're like, because you, you need to report when you have to quarantine, like that has to go way up the chain because of county guidelines and what have you. Ooh, my lunch is on the way. Um, and so I then you have to report those things and that way you once COVID is done you have an accurate reporting of how it affected your your agency or your business and you can clearly map out just how big of an impact COVID had it's scary scary Um, stuff my uh my friend over there I call her fun size but that's what her name tag says she was telling me um you know she I, I general short conversation I'm like what are you doing this weekend she's like well i got invited to a party but those aren't the people that i want to be no yeah. no mask with um, hello hi, what are we, hi. Thank, you. thank you you're welcome what Sorry, did you get lunch i got pita pit you love that place so i have to DoorDash because i was here by myself so i had to get some sort of delivery because i didn't i wasn't responsible enough to prepare my lunch last night and pita pit is the least expensive when you're door dashing like if i want like some mac and cheese from applebee's i'm gonna pay 30 bucks after all of the so pita pit is like i pay like 12 bucks um so my friend wasn't going to that party and Mm -hmm. uh i it's kind of like i was gonna go over i wanted to go visit my friends Uh, my friend just bought a house in the in beverly kind of the south end that whole area near the zoo and I wanted to go see him because he's painted it up real nicely. And, you know, they've done Is a lot Is this of... the friend that I met at your house? Probably. Takes pictures? Takes really good ones? Alex, yes. The other Alex. Yes. Boy Alex. <laughs> Boy Alex. Boy Alex. And they've done a lot of work in a very short period of time. It looks and lovely. I wanted to go uh, go check it out and just say hi to them. But um, I would definitely, like, wear a mask going in there because, you know, mm-hmm. we don't see each other a lot. It's almost like uh, when my, my, my fun size friend brought this up. It's like when you're, I don't know if you were ever like this. We never talked about like younger Alex and some of her proclivities, <laughs> but like, it's like, I would, I would hook up with you at the bar, but I would never date you. And now it's like, I would hang out with you with no mask, but you, I'm wearing a mask. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, 
<laughs> like, so are you saying, did I have like restrictions like that too? No, 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 no. Like that's, that's the culture that we're in now. Like you've got mass, you've got your friends where you're, you're like you, Ashley, Bethany, I don't know about Floyd. Floyd's out working a lot of places and he's yeah, at the mall. Yeah, but like yeah. you three, like I'd have no problem not wearing a mask or you, yeah. you not, because like we're all, we have all crossed paths and we have assured one another of our, our, our responsible nature. Um, sure. I don't know Alex that intimately and Alex, I think just sits at home uh, all day long or someone, someone else. Like, so there's the, there's the mask friends and then there's the no mask friends. Like there's the, so hook, the hookup people and then there's the date people. That's an interesting conversation. My so my family we, we are going to see each other on Christmas. Just my brother, so my brother and my mom, but my sister-in-law, her parents are also going to come and that was the same thing. So it was the same people we were with for Thanksgiving, same people we're going to be with for Christmas, and um my mom wore wore a mask for Thanksgiving and she's going to wear a mask again for Christmas. She's around me regularly. She's around my brother and my nephews regularly. It's just Michelle's parents that she's not around and she's wearing a mask. And it just naturally brings up uncomfortable feelings. But I under, it's reasonable. And so luckily we're all reasonable about it. And we're like, if that's what makes her comfortable and still be with us, then that's fine. Well, you know, not, not, not a problem. But it's uncomfortable. And that same... The same thing happened to me. I might have told you this for Thanksgiving and you know, but listeners don't know, but you know, I was in, I was and am still in a really strange place and that I'm very delicate and sensitive. This is just because it's been a terrible year. And so my mental health has been up and down and up and down. And the smallest things can tailspin me. And um, I had not seen my friends in a really long time. And one of my friends was going through something really rough and so the small group of friends that I would spend time with, even through this summer, because I haven't seen anyone. I mean, I saw you once with, at Floyd's show. That was I enough. Been, I know, but I hadn't, <laughs> been, I hadn't been with any of my friends other than this small group of people since, you know, COVID happened. And so they were all gathering for Thanksgiving. And I was going to, Thomas and I were going to swing by just to say hello. And they told me no but they were getting together, but they told me no. And they said, we are uncomfortable with you guys coming to say hi, we wanna keep the group small. But in keeping the group small, that means I was not as close with them. So that means I get left out yeah. and it tailspinned me. And it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like they were, um, like I understand the difficulty of the decision. Like I, I get that and it was, I was offended, but I was not offended, if that makes any sense, because yeah. I get that you have to make decisions like that. But I tailspinned me that all my friends were going to be together except me because I was potentially a danger. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, in, the, in the delicate state that I was in at the time, I spiraled, but I, just because everything was bothering me. But those are the types of decisions that you're having to make. Like, yeah. do I wear a mask around them? Do I invite them? Um, and it's it's just rough. It's just rough. They didn't let Alex play in any of the reindeer games. They didn't, and they didn't. And it the the other part that sucks, and COVID is bringing it out, is I am always triggered when I'm left out. I don't like to be left out. I'm not the person that's going to speak up about it, though, so I'm not going to make everybody uncomfortable. But, like, I had trauma when I was, like, a little girl, and so I don't like to be left out of things. <laughs> so, 
um, Delicate Alex in November, I was already sensitive about almost everything and like on the verge of major depression. And then my friend said, hey, we'd like it if you stay home this time. It's just going to be us, us close ones. And granted, that those individuals also had not only were the small group of friends getting together and those were the friends that didn't have other family to spend Thanksgiving with. I did. So um, but they also the hosts were also inviting some small folks from her family. So like now, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I understand like yeah. the group included more than just us because it was her it was a holiday. I get like you feel like a leper or some kind of yes, pariah. Yeah, I'm I'm literally just reading on Twitter. Um, so former Ohio State quarterback Dwayne Haskins does that name ring a bell? Um, not really, but I can look it up. All right, he, he plays for Washington Oops. now, and uh, he was uh, at a strip club without a mask, and he's getting all kinds of heat now. So not oh. responsible like your friends were. And then last night I read a tweet from. Jordan Strack, it says, multiple high school coaches have reached out to me about the health department order. Teams are just finding ways around it. I know of two Lucas County schools that are practicing in Wood County school buildings. Some are in churches, some are in barns. Quote, it's the Wild West right now. So back yeah. to back to adults making uh, bad decisions, letting kids think that it's okay to skirt public health rules or rules in general, as opposed to doing the um, the more selfless thing and going, we've got to do our part to squash this as opposed to you getting some extra reps in, which is very mm -hmm. short-sighted. So. Well, there's also very little consequence. And I understand that if you put in place consequence, then you're going to have discussions of big government control and all the conspiracy theories are going to skyrocket. And the, you know what I mean? Like, I, I understand what consequence would mean in this situation, but... If there is no consequence, folks are just going to do whatever they like. I can't even tell you how many people I physically saw do the hand motion of like brushing off curfew when DeWine said that he was going to have a curfew, like just brushing it off, brushing it off. Like they're like, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it, I feel like people follow snow emergencies more than they follow um these guidelines, and I think this is much more dangerous than this. Maybe not. You get more accidents with, in the snow, but with snow, it's tangible. Like you can look outside sure. and go, "Uh, uh." Like this is this little microscopic virus that that doesn't have a brain, a brain, and it's defeating lots of human beings that don't have brains. And that's why, like, when I I laugh whenever I see people com complaining about the draconian measures. Bitch, you ain't seen Draconian. I would haul you away in electrified handcuffs at 10.01 p.m. for anything. If you're saying, I just had to get milk for my dying cat, I would haul you into the coldest, darkest sewer and leave you there to rot. No, not, not that person, but the people that are, like, obstinate and defiant, like this high school nonsense, oh, God, mm -hmm. I, Draconian would be would be desired by you. I would literally, I'd wipe these programs off the face of the earth. There was, um, a, there was something I was going to share with you, but I decided not to, because I'm kind of close with this person. Um, but they believe drastically, they have drastically different beliefs than myself um, when it comes to this. And they shared something that alleged, that, that said it was from the CDC. And it was the CDC sharing that ideal living circumstances is that people COVID positive would live here or people at risk for COVID positive would live here. People at, at high risk of contracting COVID would live here. And so they're like, oh great, this is concentration camp. Like, and I'm just like, 
is whatever. And that was when I texted you and I said, what's the name of that um, theory again? Because here we are like, no, this is nothing like a concentration camp where you're held without food, forced to work under ridiculous conditions, forced to live in unhealthy environments. It's not the same, guys. Like it's not, the, it's just not the same. And it's merely a recommendation, like not even, you know what I mean? A risk of policy change or whatever. Yeah, thank God uh, there weren't a lot of these people around when we were making like drunk driving laws or other <laughs> things for like public safety. You can't tell me I can't drive drunk when I've had nine after I'm leaving the bar at five o'clock. <laughs> and, the, you know, I had a, I actually, I don't know if I stumbled on this, uh, like I'm not going to pat myself on the back for this comment because we we actually I always share with Thomas and I like I, and luckily he lets me he has no problem that I talk about these things um, but we had had a serious discussion the other day where we were disagreeing on some policies that may come forward with the Biden administration and I'm just like do you and and this is I believe this wholeheartedly I'm like do you trust politicians no do you believe what they say no I said okay then you're going to believe what they say for this topic. You're going to 100% believe them at their word and trust everything they're saying for this topic, but you're not going to trust all the other stuff and all the other politicians. Like people, this COVID stuff, they're just like, oh my God, at the thought, at the very thought of um, strict guidelines coming or consequence coming. But when everything else is happening, they can't do that. This isn't going to happen. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they pick and choose what they, they want to. They pick and choose. They pick and choose what they want to believe in and what they, they think is hoaxish or whatever it may be. It's like, look, government, just give me my 600 bucks for my PlayStation bundle, okay? That's all I want. <laughs> um, and then I, the memes for the 600 bucks are hilarious. The memes are like, 600 bucks is what rich people think poor people need to survive. Right. You know... <laughs> Watch, like, I, I can't wait till, like, we flip on C-SPAN right after the inauguration and, like, all the lawmakers are like, you know what? Guys, the American public memed us to death. Let's give 900 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you get for lunch? We can wrap up so you can eat. I got, um, I just got a chicken wrap that's mm. got, like, Greek seasoning in it, and then I had them put a little tzatziki. Tzatziki sauce? Tzatziki sauce. Tzatziki yeah, sauce? So. It was um, reasonably priced and close, so it wasn't going to take forever to come in because I have a meeting at one. I'm so glad that today is like I you know how you're trying to fit a circle in a square hole, like mm -hmm. or in a square peg. That's how difficult it was for me to prioritize vacation this week. I'm off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday, Sunday. And it was like, I know how busy I am. I know how many things I have to do, but I have to force myself to take this time off. Otherwise, I'm going to crash. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, this is the last day and I'm off for the rest of the week. And I'm so excited. There's not even a ton I'm going to do other than get ready for Christmas. But um, I'm just so ex I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't I can't imagine just laying around because even on the weekend when you're relaxing, you're relaxing, knowing you have to go right back in like 24 hours or 48 hours because weekends seem so short nowadays. But um it's one thing to relax on a Wednesday or a Thursday knowing you don't have to go back to work yeah. till Monday. <laughs> I, so I, I'm off Thursday and Friday, and then I'm also off next week. So I got like an extra two days off, and I'll still be around. I might go in and we'll do a podcast, or I'm going to have to 
polishing things up, but I don't have to prep for the show or anything like that. And yeah, you're, you're like, I never understood. The weekend was really like Friday night through Saturday. Maybe if you could strip. Sunday fun day became a thing because you had to drink to remind yourself that, oh shit, tomorrow's Monday. Right. I don't understand. People love Sunday, Sunday, fun day, Sunday, fun day. I have never, historically, never liked Sundays because I have to get up and go to work on Monday. Like, if, yeah. I could understand if you had, you know, I, I love my job and don't, like, I. it's not connected to, like, my appreciation. I love what I do, but the harder work gets, and this is, I've talked to my coworkers about this as well, our jobs have gotten a lot harder with COVID and the harder the job is, the less I want to be here. Obviously, I'm going to do it, but my motivation is a lot less. So Sundays are just not enjoyable because you have Monday hanging over your head, reminding you of, you know what I mean? Don't stay up too late tonight. Probably shouldn't have that extra glass of wine. You know what I mean? Because tomorrow is Monday. Um, and you got it, and you got a whole week ahead of you. So it's it's interesting because I also hated school, and so it was never Sundays were never good days no. for me. I don't like to go out, and I can't even go out and have a good time because I know Monday is in front of me. And you could, if it was like Tuesday night and drinks, that's mm -hmm. okay because Wednesday doesn't care. But you got to be ready to go on Monday. And like like you, like Sundays were always bittersweet for me because it was football from like. Yeah. Noon, noon till whenever, but it's like, oh shit, as soon as I'm done watching the game I want to watch, it's like in the school mode, boo, can it be Columbus Day or some other Monday where I'm off at least? Exactly. Andre. And I, Jesus, Andre. Come here. I would be more likely to go out and have a good time after work on a Thursday than I would on a Sunday because I know, all right, I'm going to go have a good time. I'll be without a little bit of sleep or not as in great condition on Mon on Friday, but then it's the weekend ahead of me. Like I would enjoy a Thursday night more than I would a Sunday yep. at like any day. And all, all the, all the emails you put off Friday afternoon have to be answered <laughs> Monday morning. And there's, you know, and like I said, COVID has really like, obviously people are getting really sick, but there's so many things that are coming with it. There was one day alone that I had 60 emails and because I had so much that I had to do within that day that I get, I didn't get enough chance to look at my email. And there was, I can't, I opened it at five o'clock. There was 60 and that was from Friday alone, like just one day. So, I mean, just like, you know, our jobs are extremely important. And for that, I will always value it because I know I'm making a difference, but it, if I don't, fit this this square in a circle hole or circle in a square hole and take some time off, I'm going to crash. So, you know, it is what it is. All right. Well, enjoy your lunch. And um, here's to hoping you get more rings besides from rallies or Saturn. <laughs> All right. Not this week, but, you know, it'll happen. It'll happen. I trust them. I am a lot less anxious. Now it's just fun to talk about. Bethany is a mom. I never thought that would happen. You will get proposed to, so. <laughs> but we know that's going to happen because I'm a likable person and who the hell wouldn't want to marry me, right? I even right, saw. Eric? Yeah, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I even saw Philip in clothes on Instagram last week, so anything oh is possible. Oh, God, the world is ending. I know. All right, oh, I'll, I'll text you later, okay? Bye. Bye.